1: Give us a www with us this Monday afternoon. Coach of the Year in the NBL, Adam Ford, about to join us. We are talking a little bit earlier about uh, some comments. In regards to Steve Smith giving the thumbs up, mm. now here's from an expert, Jonathan, psychologist here. Uh, Smith giving a thumbs up is not, not in capital letters, is not for the bowler. It's for himself. He's reassuring himself that it was a good ball. And he did nothing wrong. He acknowledges it externally, which gives him closure and allows him to reset and focus internally. Full stop. Guaranteed, according to uh, Coach Jonathan. Good. That's what he's. No worries. Does that? Does that? Uh, oh, that. Well, I guess I'm not going to argue with a
0: psychologist. <laughs> still, I still reckon he'd be better off not doing it, even if it helps him. Well, self. I've never seen him do it before.
1: Never. Okay. Okay. never seen him do it before. It's a solid point, but maybe he's oh, like never some... before. Never seen him do it before. Well, maybe it's a new mechanism that he's going. Might to. very well be. Okay, he's if, changed if that his was batting the
0: case. Would you be happy with that? Yep. Hey, Indore is in uh, Madhya Pradesh in India, which is in the kind of uh, yes. sort of southeast, uh, southwest, I should say, uh, of India. It's known as the street food capital of mm. India, which and it looks magnificent. Before you get back to our calls, yep. and Adam Ford joining us. N- n- principally among all of the things that Indora uh, or Indoor has got going for it. Yes. Is. Is, is the fact that Ravi Ashwin, who terrifies us, terrifies the Australian batting lineup, uh, in test matches in mm. Indoor has taken eighteen wickets at twelve. Coincidence. Just a complete coincidence.
1: Just nothing to see here. <laughs>
0: nothing to see here. Craig's in Myrna. Good afternoon, dear Craig, hey. before we get to the coach of the year in the NBL. Fire away, brother.
2: Afternoon, guys. Um, look, just with the Australian cricket team, which I call the boys' club, Warner should never have gone in here. He should have retired after he's made his 200, which he's only done... I think he only made 200 in that one innings. He's done nothing since. Um, he has to be... They should drop him and bring Marcus Harrison, who's made a 100, Marcus not long Harris. ago. Well, yeah. Um, and the other thing is, Cummings should not be captain. It should have been Smith. Wow. Well. Cummings cannot captain.
0: Well... I mean, he'd probably been going okay mm. up until the first test in India. Now now we've got three more tests to go, so uh, Craig, it's mm. it's a time to just we all need to take a deep breath. But we don't want to the, the what you can make the mistake of doing here mm. is sitting still and just hoping for things. Mm-hmm. I, I think changing the captain of the test team might be a bit of a like a bit sack. Extreme a, at this point. Sacking Pat Cummins after one test might be a mm. little bit mm. of a of a reach, an overreach perhaps. But mm. but I think we need to have a look at the eleven. I think we do need to have a look and, and maybe there's some conversations about what the opening setup might look mm. like if, if in fact they pull the pin on Dave Warner, it could be Renshaw. it could be Hanscom. it could be Head. Be I, anyone? Well, it Who can't knows? be anyone.
1: I don't think it'll be Scotty you. Boland. Or no. it'll be me. No, but I don't think it'll be Matt Kuhneman. Well, what the, the point I was making is yes. the fact that Head was omitted. is that was a strange. Call. Now you, that's what what was, was, that's the point. Is it well? Right now, given if that's the sort of type of decision that they're going to make for that first test. Mm-hmm. Who knows what could happen. Well, this is, there was a, point. a That seemed to be a Maverick call. It and, did. And now we're just now we're terrified of what they might do mm. with the second test. Hey, you know what the uh, thing key is though, Andy? Go on. It's your ability to bounce back from adversity. And when it comes to bouncing back, the the, the coach, the organization, they're able to come up with a game plan that taps into the players they've got. And even when some of those players are injured. Who are you talking about, your brother? Your ability you haven't to who you're get talking the about? Best out of your group is paramount to success. Are you talking about the type Adam Ford, <laughs> the current coach of the year, assessed his situation. He didn't drop the lip. He didn't say, woe is me. My player, Tajir McCall, out. Gone. Maybe for the remainder of the, the playoffs. He didn't drop the lip when that happened. No. And he certainly didn't drop the lip when Pinder has his eye socket broken no, and says, ta-da, off to surgery. He finds a way to get it done. Keep going, Keith. The run-up's
0: been magnificent. Why don't you just introduce <laughs> the coach of the
1: year for Well, he's points? been very good enough to uh, spend a little bit of time under... A very important time for him as he prepares his team uh, to uh, go into a semi-final series. We'll be calling it on ESPN on Wednesday. They take on the Sydney Kings, one of his former teams, and he's very, very kind enough to join us. Uh, Forty, thanks very much for your time, and congratulations on a fantastic win yesterday.
2: Oh, no, I I appreciate you guys uh, having the time for me, and, uh, yes, it's uh, it's, uh, it's been a rather surreal Hectic last week and a bit, and I'm just happy the boys were able to get it over the line and, and, and extend their season at least another week and, and hopefully a little bit more.
1: Well, uh, we spoke about the adversity with a couple of your key players. So, Andy, two of the starters out the superstars, and uh, but you did have to deal with those circumstances throughout the course of the regular season when they were missing. In fact, the last time you played Perth and you had a fantastic win on the road, uh, it was did that help in? getting back some confidence and figuring out your game plan for what you had to do in that do or die game yesterday
2: yeah definitely i think um i mean the result against taggy as well um you would have seen it that there was a lot of firsts as i as i know i mentioned the presser after the game and even after the perth game that you know it was it was a bit of a pressure you know it was a lot of guys first time playing in that type of situation and uh um, and myself included, you know, as a head coach. And so, um, you know, we'll tie it at the start. And we brought it back in the third and we took the lead against Tassie, and, you know, got tied again. And um, sort of preparing for the Perth game was like, lads, like, you know, <laughs> the sun's going to rise tomorrow, right? <laughs> like, just enjoy your basketball, you know, just go out there. Don't feel the burden of expectation of anybody else. Just go out there and and if you can walk out the other end of this result and know that you gave everything, you didn't leave anything on the table and just enjoy your basketball and have fun with it. Um, I think the results take care of itself and, you know that's exactly what they did, and you know that's probably going to be the mindset we're going to go with the Sydney semi.
0: So, Adam, thanks for coming on the show. It's, it's Andy Ma here. So, to that end, how big a deal is the body language of your extended squad? Not not just the five blokes on the court at any given time, but everybody else on the bench. How how important mm. is
1: that well, for you? Been up and
2: about. Yeah, I I only found this out today, and, and it's interesting what you hear just through secondhand conversations, but. uh Obviously, the guys um, caught up with some of the front office people just uh, for dinner after the game. Our three imports caught up with Mark Beecroft and his family. And um, there was just a moment where all, everyone was just reflecting on how great Latt's been all season. Now, you know, Latt's gone weeks, months even, registering DMPs for me or, or, or junk time and the scrap time. And um, before this elimination game, he registered a total of 81 minutes for the season. And then he ends up playing 32 um, last night. But what helps that is, you know, he stayed ready, you know, his energy on the bench, regardless what his role was for that particular night um, goes a long way. And so, you know, he he took his opportunity and, um, you know, he's an energy player as most of our team are. And, you know, he's been supporting everybody this entire season. So, you know, the guys who are out and the guys who are spectating and watching it and being able to get behind him and support him, um, he feeds off that. So, you know, yeah, exactly that. The, the energy of this group, regardless of um, whether it's a player, a coach, a strength coach, a team manager, um, you know, it, it's really important. And the body language of the, that, you know, staying ready, staying humble, um, you know, being a champion-type mentality that we're still trying to build, um, it goes a long way. So, you know, I really can't fault mm. the guys for that.
1: No, that man, Mayan, was uh, fantastic. In fact, I think he's only played, actually got on the court in 13 of your games this season. So that was a uh, – he's he's really stepped up. But can you fill us – what's up with uh, Tajir McCall? Is, is he how is he going to – any chance to play in that series against Sydney?
2: Yeah, it's it's a tricky one because um, I, I guess similar to like Keanu, um, he injured at the talent of the third. He had a partial dislocation of the shoulder. It definitely came out and quickly went back in. It was the, 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 I get more technical delivery, but I definitely can't articulate it back with all the big words. <laughs> right. that, that's how I uh, um, that's how I retain the information. But um, the, the the I guess once the adrenaline wore off, right, and then everything else sort of just became. Um, uh, a more of a concern because he, he just couldn't bring his hand, uh, his arm up above shoulder length. And that was virtually overnight. Um, so, of course, the MRI and everything else happened. So, the, there's no significant damage. It's just the, it's just the, the the high risk of uh, being vulnerable that it could cause further damage. So, um, we'll keep assessing. He'll travel with us to Sydney. Um, I, I don't know how great the turnaround is going to be. Um, you know, if we're able to get it, you know, more of an update later in the week, you know, we might be hopeful, but uh, I'm not trying to put any pressure on him because uh, I, I want to be really important that, you know, you know, I, I don't want to feel like he has to be burdened with that responsibility. Then we run the risk of ruling him out, you know, for the next you know three to four months, uh, making it worse than what it is. So uh, I'll, I'll just wait for the advice on the docs and, and see how Taj feels about it all. But um you know, it's kind of reassuring to know that, you know, guys are ready to step up in his spot if if he's not available. Talking to
0: Adam Ford, coach of the Cairns Thai Adam, if you like 99.9% of coaches uh, that come on programs like this, you won't want to talk about yourself. <laughs> but uh, can I just ask you, it, when you when you started coaching, I don't know when you – but when you sort of first got into senior coaching and, you know, looked at looking at your resume, kind of rocking in flames, looks like it might have been the first time you stepped into a kind of semi-serious environment – if somebody had said to you then <laughs> that 13 years later you're going to be the coach of the year in the NBL, the coach of the year in the NBL at a time when the NBL is flying, what would you have said to that person?
2: Well, I'll, I'll tell you, I, so I vividly remember, because I was a Perth boy, I am a Perth boy, and, and I vividly remember um, losing the grand final series uh, watching on TV back in '93. I can't remember because it was too, but um, the, the cool thing about it was the following year my brother got his driver's license, and so I was t- I was 12, and for Christmas, for the next six years, uh, we got season ticket members to uh, the Perth Wildcat Games. Wow. And so, you know, I I was a fan. like I, I feel like I'm a bit of a product of the NBL, and I just enjoy the game, and I knew early on I wasn't athletically gifted enough to take the game when it shot, but... You know, maybe I could call the game-winning timeout to set that shot up, and uh, and um, it's kind of surreal. Like I took a moment last night. Um, I think it might have been halfway through the fourth, where I looked at the scoreboard. I'm like, "Geez, we might win this." And <laughs> I got. I, I remember walking under Drew. You're on the commentary team, mm. and you know D. Ruck was a sideline commentator, uh, court side and down the other end is John riley and, and I'm sitting there going, hey, "I've watched all these guys play, right? <laughs> yes. Like I grew up." I grew up as a product of Australian basketball, and so I don't know who let me in, but you know, I was like, now that I'm in, I'm not leaving. Like this is uh, this is every, every day I sort of have to uh, just reflect on um, the journey I've taken to get here and just appreciate it because uh, yeah, it's kind of cool that 20 years from sitting in front of the TV watching it to you know the greats of Andrew Vlahov and Scott Fisher and meeting these guys at Members' Days. You know, getting autographs down at Perth Zoo to uh, now signing jerseys myself, and it's still kind of a, a strange feeling. But uh, no, nah, it's, uh, it's it's very cool, and uh, I do appreciate it every day. That's an awesome answer.
1: It is, and and part of your journey also include being the head coach of the Sydney Kings, who you'll be taking on in that this uh, next series. Uh, now, I don't know how it ended with the Sydney Kings. I don't know anything about that, but. Does that, the fact that you've been there, does that have a little extra spice to this series for you personally?
2: Oh, I mean, a a little bit, probably not to the extent that um, the fact that they're defending champs, you know, the the fact that they are the team to beat. You know, if you you somehow make it through to the other end, you hold up the trophy and and you're not the team responsible for eliminating Sydney, I don't feel like it's going to have that, full satisfaction right so um the 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 spice of it i guess is the fact that you know if you do want to come out the other end and say hey to be the best you have to beat the best um and that is sydney they've got the mvp as you know they've got a couple of first team guys they've got um great depth and they've got success. Uh, success as defending champs and they've been number one for the most part of the season. But uh, no, like I, it, it's never same with Perth. I guess last night was, um, you know, I got friends on the other side, so it's never. I'm, I'm always real happy for the fact that we won, and, and the guys get to celebrate it. But I'm always conscious of, I, I never want to overdo it because, you know, I got friends on the other side that are probably feeling the disappointment of the loss, and and um, and that was the case with Perth and. Yeah, i got no no, no feelings other than good memories and, and learning experiences from my time in Sydney. But, yeah, it'd be great to eliminate them just because they are the team to beat.
1: Yeah, that's good. Hey, and during the game, uh, and we're commentating, I commentate with uh, Liam Santamaria, and this is a piece of information I did not know about you, but he was telling me that you were actually a prison warden or, or you worked in the prison system at some stage before you um, became professional in basketball. Uh, just talking about did that experience in any way can that help in what you're doing now in, in coaching and trying to guide, in, for most part, young men?
2: Yeah, no, definitely. I, um, so I was working for Basketball WA, um, and I was volunteering, uh, just for training sessions at Perth Wildcats. This back when Bever was head coaching and Sean Dennis was there in the start mm. 2010, 2011. and and then, um, you know, the, the higher-ups at Barcelona WA were sort of like, look, you can't do both, right? Even though I thought I did a good job managing my schedule and, and nothing really being impacted, um, they said, you know, you have to do one or the other. And so um, I was like, okay, well, I know I definitely want to be a coach, so now I have to find something else to try and make an income. And, and the cool thing about uh, the position I had in the prisons was a little bit more on the counselling side, um, especially with some young offenders um and so the 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 cool thing about i guess working in that was you learn that everybody's got a story and you really can't judge someone until you actually find out what it is they've gone through in their life and you know some people um love to play the victim but also some people actually have just had a, a tough run and you give them a little bit of direction or 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 they find that direction themselves um it can be really rewarding but i guess the the main thing you learn from prison is you have got to have a thick skin. You get called everything under the sun on a daily basis, and I, I don't suffer from road rage. I, I, <laughs> people can call me, people can call me whatever they want on Twitter, on social media. I've been called worse, and it doesn't phase me one bit. So uh, I guess that's the that's the one thing, especially working in the, uh, the corrections uh, program, is uh, yeah, you get a bit of a thicker skin.
0: It's. I can understand listening to you, and I'm, I think we've had you. I've had you on this show once, I reckon, in the time that you've been doing what you're doing now. And uh, I can listening to your talk today. You can understand why players would respond to you, Adam. Let me ask you a question. So you need someone to believe in you, and you've come out of kind of a, an unconventional pathway. You know, from a playing career, and you know, clearly you've been a magnificently important assistant coach. You know, successes. But somebody needs to believe in you and with an unconventional playing background and, you know, senior coaches, there's a corporate responsibility that comes mm. with that. And, you know, people who make these decisions, sometimes they see tats on a bloke's hands or whatever, and they, they might find that, oh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't like the look or whatever it is. But somebody saw past that. They saw what you do and they saw who you are. Uh, and they gave you the, and, and you know, the, the runs are on the board now was there someone who who
2: was that person for you um, the crazy thing is Nick Marvin the, the former managing director of Perth Wildcats and um, I actually I joked because he, he he it was almost like uh, I'm trying to think of the movie you know the inner circle like once you get in the inner circle then you're in yeah, yeah. Um, Nick Marvin just had this incredible way of just and he did it with the front office the back office but he just did an incredible way of just like testing your work ethic, you know, testing, um, you know, what you're about. So nothing to do with how you looked or where you came from, but just your dedication to the cause. And, um, you know, after a year of really slugging it out, you either could hang or not. But once I was in, he was great. He gave me a lot of direction and a sense of, um, you know, um, honest feedback. You know, he was the first one that said that, for me to progress in my career, i got to be able to stand up to Trev and, and, and have a tough conversation. And if you know Trev, that's a tough task. I mean, that's, a, <laughs> that's a tough thing to do. And, but um, yeah, nah Nick was great. Like he, he he's, uh, we came from completely different backgrounds and it didn't matter the fact that I got backhand of my hand tattooed and I got skulls all up my forearm. And he just saw us for the, 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 the worker and the coach that I was and, I'm always forever appreciative of, of everything
0: he's ever done for us. Mate, it's, uh, mm. we scratch the surface with you, but uh, your team is where it is. You're taking on the big dogs. Start Wednesday night, I think the yes, series starts. Does. So we can't wait. Uh, it's been a magnificent season in the NBL. And, um, you know, maybe the best is yet to come. Adam, congratulations on the gong, coach of the year, and good luck for the series that's coming up, mate. We wish you all the very best. No, I
2: appreciate it. Actually, have, have I got 30 seconds? Yeah. Yeah, you've got 30. yeah, of course you do. Of course. So at the awards night, you know, I'm just, I'm just walking past, um, uh, you know, cause I just come from the bathroom and walking back to the table and, uh, um, you know, again, you just reflect on everybody in the room and, and where you are. And this is before the awards and so forth were handed out. And, um, your parents Drew, really called us over, Margaret calls us over mm. and of course your mum introduced you and I'm like, yeah, I know who you are, Margaret, nice to find you. this is the first time i am meeting your parents. And, um. And um, yeah, and she's like, oh, you know, like you know, what you've done this season's been fantastic, and Lindsay's really enjoyed it, and you know, Margaret taps Lindsay on the on the shoulder, and so I'm I'm manoeuvring my way between uh, mm. both of them, and Lindsay, and Margaret, Lindsay, it's 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 Adam in the first, and I'm 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 prepared, like I'm ready, because this is the first time I'm meeting the legend <laughs> of the man himself, and and and, this, and it's uh, and it's like um you know it's it's Adam, and, and Lindsay turns and goes who. <laughs> And, and 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 your mum goes Adam Ford, Ken's tie pants, hmm. and he's like, oh, and then he turns to us and he goes, hey, I don't get inspired by much these days, but watching your team play inspires me. And I tell you, I I, I was I didn't know what to say. It was a Beautiful good. moment, and that's why I just thought it was a cool. I had to share it because you know, I just went back to my chair and hmm. I just sat down and I was like, oh, I could just. I could just sit in this moment forever, so I thought I wanted beautiful. to share that with you because it was, it was pretty cool
1: for me. No, it's beautiful, and, and it wouldn't have been because he couldn't know who you were. It's because his, his eyesight's not all that great anymore, yeah. so unfortunately in that dark environment, it would have been tough for him. But no, he has tremendous respect. He loves the system. He loves what you do, and he loves variety and the way coaches go about it. So he, it would have been from the heart, Adam. So uh, no, I appreciate that. That's what was, it was, it was a beautiful
2: moment for me. So no, I, I just wanted to share that with you as
1: well. I, I love hearing that. You're a good man. Thanks right. very much, Forty. Good luck, mate. Awesome, lads.
0: Thank
2: you. Appreciate it.
0: tune on you. Adam Ford, if you listen to that, yeah, yeah this
2: is
1: the first time you heard him,
0: he, he's everybody's either favourite or second favourite coach all the time. Hi, everyone.
2: If you
1: know, only the teams. Oh, he is awesome. Anyone who support anyone else right now, and you look at those finals teams, well, they're all, I think, uh, got a soft spot for, for 40 for what they've been able to do, and also the Cairns type ends, because they they do it with uh, not the same resources as other teams, and It's uh, only through those types of relationships that he's been able to build that they have this type of success. Uh, We wish him well. It's 25 past four.